Hello and welcome to episode seven of M's Authority Podcast. Holy crap, seven episodes. I am on fire. Um, I started this and I wanted to be fully committed to dropping an episode every single week. And here I am, episode seven. So that is pretty phenomenal. I'm pretty darn proud of myself if I say so myself. Now, for those of you who don't know me or if you're just tuning in, I am Emma. I am an intuitive astrologer and a women's mentor. Now, these episodes are a combination of a bit of mindset and um, things to kind of get you thinking about what life is all about and how you can better yourself in life. And also um, weaving in my astrology magic and bringing you guys the abridged versions of the energy that's upcoming and how to work with these energies. So it's a really beautiful time to, yeah, start to open ourselves up to the stars and the wisdom that it has for us and noticing if you are living in alignment with those stars and how that affects you and how you can work with it essentially. So today's episode is going to be all about the upcoming Virgo season. And Virgo season is going to kick off on the 23rd of August. So um, when you're listening to this on Monday, it's going to be happening on Wednesday. Okay. So I'm giving you a bit of a heads up as to the next sort of month energy ahead and what we're in for, where we're coming from, where we're heading to and how to work with all of this juicy energy. Now, as I say this, um, I'm going to preface that for you to get the most out of this and working with these astrological energies, I have a um, course where you can actually find out your sun, your moon and your rising signs. And once you know those details, you will then be able to actually work out where Virgo is in your chart and what area of life that is going to be affecting for you. So I highly encourage you to do that. So you have this information so you can actually then make it really applicable and really um, relevant to how it's affecting you personally. Now, if you don't want to do that or you kind of already know your sun, your moon or your rising sign, um, I would definitely suggest that if you have any personal planets or points, this is going to be more affecting you personally, as opposed to a collective energy, because obviously the sun moves through each sign of the zodiac every month. And, um, you know, if you are a Virgo, um, if you're a Virgo sun sign, then this is your birthday month and happy birthday. Um, but yeah, that's going to give you a real overview of what's to come for you. So I highly, highly recommend that the link is in the show notes for that. Um, it's a really awesome course. It's 55 bucks and you can literally do like, once you have the course, you can literally do that for everyone, you know, um, you can find out everyone's sun, moon and risings, um, whether it's your family, your friends, whoever you want to do, once you've got that, you've got lifetime access and you can literally, um, yeah, work out how to look at everyone's charts. So that is super cool. And everyone should have that in their life because, I don't know how you deal with life if you're not able to navigate the astrological energies. Um, okay, so uh, what else did I have to cover housekeeping-wise before jumping and diving right into this episode? I don't think there was much else. Um, I just know this past week or so, I have been really feeling this Venus retrograde energies. Um, she is currently doing her retrograde in Leo. And for me, this is, again, hitting me really quite personally. It's hitting my rising sign as I am a Leo rising and it also squares my sun sign, um, a Taurus sun. Um, so if you have any place, placements or planets within Leo, Taurus um, or Aquarius or Scorpio, then these are going to be, affect, um, this type of energy is going to be affecting you quite a bit. This is the Venus retrograde we've been in. Um, she's going to still be in retrograde for the rest of this month and she will finish her retrograde on the 4th of September. So I banged on about this in the Leo season episode 
go and check that out um, if you haven't already and that'll give you some kind of ideas of what um, is coming up for you this as we're in that coming out of Leo season and still in that Venus retrograde because she's still going to be hanging out in Leo for a little bit longer. Um, so yeah, anyways, this energy for me, I've just been really called to go really internalized, um, really rewriting and doing lots of healing work around stories around money for me has been coming up a lot um, and really rewriting a lot of Stories about how I'm showing up and expressing myself because Leo is in my first house and that's all about my self-expression. And, you know, the whole thing of like, who am I? What am I here for? Who am I showing up as? And that has been a really big thing that's been coming up for me. So I'd be interested to know what themes have been coming up for you, this uh, Venus retrograde. Let me know because it's always really amazing to see how it affects everyone differently. And obviously we all have very different charts. Um, No two people's charts are the same unless you were born at the exact time at the exact minute um, on the exact same moment, then your charts are obviously going to be different. So yes, uh, let's dive in. So Virgo season. Virgo season, as I mentioned, it is kicking off on the 23rd of August. And not only do we have, um, you know, the sun. So Virgo season is actually a representation of the sun doing its um, rounds through each of the zodiac signs. So he is moving into... Virgo then. And also on the 23rd, we have Mercury and Mercury is heading in for his retrograde period in Virgo. So again, lots of retrograding planets. It is retrograde season that we're in right now. Um, and this is, you know, everyone kind of freaks out. Mercury retrograde. Uh, I love a Mercury retrograde because it's a really time to turn inward. And that's what this energy has been all about. And for us here in the Southern Hemisphere, it's really been aligning with our inner winter. And inner winter is all about our introspection and really diving into the depths of ourselves and doing the healing work. Because then when we emerge and we bloom in spring, which is coming up very soon, so I'm going to speak into that, then we're able to, you know, be having that downtime and really understanding and honoring ourselves with what we need in our healing, then we can come out and we can come out in our full bloom and be in our fullest expression. It is so awesome that we have this period and that these energies for us in Southern Hemisphere are really aligning to, you know, our actual seasons as well. So Mercury retrograde. So before I jump into all of that, let's talk about some Virgo traits. Now, I am one who has no Virgo in my chart. Um, I mean, obviously, when things activate it, as this season is going to start activating it for me, um, it's in my second house. I have no planets or placements there. So when I speak into this, I'm not speaking from experience because I have no fucking Virgo energy, to be real. Um, So (laughs) if you have Virgo energy, then you will likely understand this a lot more personally and a lot deeper than I do. But I will do my best to explain what Virgo season can bring up for you. So Virgos are this beautiful um, creature that just wants to fix and heal, okay? They want to heal and fix the world. They want to be of service. Now, there can be different shadow aspects of Virgo and obviously Virgo in its highest expression. So it is an earth sign. It is a feminine sign. However, it's ruled by Mercury. So again, having this Mercury retrograde period in an exalted Mercury position is going to be favorable. So it's going to actually bring about lots of healing and lots of introspection. And with that being ruled by Mercury, it can be very much about being over analytical, being up in the head, being very intellectual because of this ruling of Mercury. However, it's an Earth sign, so it's able to actually really ground and bring that information down here to Earth. Whereas um, Gemini, which is also ruled by Mercury, can sometimes get a little bit caught up in their head and can't actually bring things down to Earth. 
So that's the difference and distinctions between Virgo and Mercury, uh, Virgo and Gemini. Again, both ruled by Mercury. So in this Virgo period, um, you know, there's going to be lots of things that are going to be coming up around Mercury is going to ask you in this retrograde period, are you, you know, being too over-analytical? Are you too up in your head? Are you too caught up in all of the perfectionistic tendencies? And this is going to be a beautiful time to be aware of that and to heal that. And Mercury retrograde means a slowing down. It's slowing down so that we can actually do this inner work. Okay. So my biggest thing for you, and we'll talk on a few actionable steps um, towards the end of this episode, but is to really start to feel where you can heal these particular themes around this Virgo and energy and that of communication through Mercury. Now, this is going to play out slightly different. As I mentioned before, um, if you have Virgo, for instance, mine is in the second house. So for me, having Virgo in the second house, this is going to bring up lots of refinement and retrospection around money stories, around what I value. Um, again, this is also being playing out with what Venus is bringing up too. So we're in this beautiful energy where Venus is still in retrograde and Mercury is then going to join her for a little bit until Venus goes direct. But it's really going to further bring out whatever it is and the healing that needs to be done around these Venus and Mercury qualities. And again, depending on where they're falling in your chart, whether where Leo is in your chart and where Virgo is, they're both right next to each other on the zodiac wheel. So it's really asking us, okay, what is needing to be healed? And so this is why it's so important to know where your rising sign is so that you can work out exactly what area of life this is affecting. So um, yeah, I kind of detracted there for a sec, but um, I hope you're still with me. Now, Virgo, again, like, so that's just the generic theme. So again, wherever this is affecting and what house can be slightly different how it's expressed. If it's in your, if Virgo is in your seventh house, again, a relationship and communication in relationships is going to be really heavily opened up. If it was in your natural um, it's natural rule of the sixth house. Again, it's going to come up around your day-to-day structures, your routines, your rituals, um, your work. Um, that's where that's going to be presented. Okay. So it really depends on how Virgo, where Virgo sits in your chart to get the most out of this. But as a generic overview that I'm going to give you um, in this episode, um, I'm just going to lay out what the Virgo and themes are, and you're still going to feel this energy regardless. Okay. And it's just going to play out slightly different between everyone, as I've mentioned. So more Virgo themes. Now, Virgos love to be organized. So this is a beautiful time to start to get yourself organized. Um, I am one, <laughs> I am generally not an organized person, but I do notice that when I actually get organized, like it actually is very helpful for me. And this is going to be a beautiful time for me to go in and say, okay, where do I need to be more organized in and around my life? And for me, this is probably going to come up around money and how I'm bringing in money and how organized I am with that. And, you know, even just those mundane things about paying bills and making sure there's money there and this and that, like that's going to be all brought up to my attention in this um, Mercury period. Um, So that's, you know, personally for me. Now, the other things that Mercury, uh, sorry, (laughs) losing my track here, that Virgo brings up is, you know, that need to be of service. So you might start to deeply question where or who am I in service to? Where am I putting too much of my energy perhaps? Um, Or where am I not putting enough energy into service or to helping others? Because Virgos love to help, they love to fix. Um, And again, just waiting for that invitation though. Sometimes Virgos can be a little bit too full on and they just want to jump in and fix it when people aren't ready to be fixed or healed. 
So bear that in mind. Um, only, you know, open yourself up to those services and things if people are actually wanting that. That would be my little piece of advice there. Now, the other thing with Virgo, Virgo, again, can get caught up in perfection, okay? And we all know perfection does not exist. And so if there's been any areas in your life where you've been held back by, I can't put this out to the world because it's not perfect, Virgo is going to really help you be okay with the fact that perfection doesn't exist, okay? It might be challenging and tricky, but because the retrograde in Mercury retrograde is happening here, this is that time to really turn inward and go, actually, yeah, I have been not putting this out to the world because I've been trying to make it perfect and perfect doesn't exist. And if I just keep waiting for perfection, I'm never going to get this out to the world. So I have to be okay with done is better than perfect. And that is a motto that I live by. Um, Too often we can let perfection hold us back. So yeah, getting it out there, getting it done, and you can refine it along the way. That's the thing with Virgo. Um, This energy is really beautiful for refining things. Um, as long as we take action and we get it out to the world, we can then refine it, okay? So that is really a big theme that's going to be coming up between, yeah, the 23rd of August and the 23rd of September before we move into Libra season. So again, Mercury is going to have a very strong influence here and this retrograde period is still going to have such potency to it because there's such deep healing here. And once we get out of this retrograde period for Venus and Mercury and the planets start to go direct, you watch the energy pick up. As we head into spring, as we go into our full bloom, it is going to be amazing. So make sure you do this inner work. This is the time. You know, things are slowing down. It's okay. The other thing that can come up here is that you might be feeling like you need to rush or you want to rush out to do things. However, this energy is going to be really calling you to slow down. So slowing down and really tuning in with yourself. This is so important because if you don't do this, this leads to burnout and things like that. So really tune into, you know, where are you putting too much of your energy? Where do you need to pull back? Where do you need to slow down? Being really aware of that. That is a really important um, Virgo theme. Now I'm just going to quickly touch on my notes to make sure that I have touched on everything that I want to touch on with regards to Mercury and Virgo. Um, So I think, yeah, that's really what I wanted to say around allowing this time to be a time of refinement. That is what is really, really important, not only in a Virgo season, but Mercury retrograde in Virgo. Refinement, refinement, refinement. How can you refine things to make it better, more streamlined, more protective of your energy? whether that's in work, whether that is in your daily routines. So that's the other thing that I haven't really mentioned. Your daily routines, your habits, your rituals, you know, um, your health. This is um, the zodiac sign that's strongly related to our health. And, you know, those daily rituals that support our health. So this is a beautiful time. If you want to take your health back, you know, start doing those um things that are going to help you with that, you know, start exercising again, start slowly and build the momentum because once this period is over, the momentum will carry forward. That's what you have to remember. Start slow, start small. And, you know, from the little things, big things grow. Okay. So when it comes to, yeah, anything around our health, and I know I'm going to be definitely jumping into this as well, because I really need to take back my health. I need to make sure that I'm exercising. And so, you know, making those commitments, just starting small. And, you know, even if it's just one or two runs a week, whatever it might be, or a walk even, you know, just starting and building that momentum, but committing and being 
fully committed to that. That's all I ask of you in this Virgo season. Be fully committed to something. Um, and again, it could even be, you know, you've been wanting to meditate or have some kind of practice of mindfulness or whatever it is, you know, your morning routine, shaking that up. Like how can you, instead of being on your phone in the morning, how can you leverage that time to set yourself up for the day? Can you take five minutes to do some breathing? Can you take five minutes to do a guided meditation? Can you do your own meditation? Whatever it is in that day-to-day habit and ritual, really going through and like, you know, trying a few different things and being like, okay, yeah, this feels really good. Like I notice when I meditate or when I do this and I'm not on my phone in the mornings, my day is just set up, like it's set up and it's so much better and more streamlined. And that's beautiful. So I really invite you to focus on those daily rituals and habits and starting to bring those in because that's a, this is such a beautiful time to get this up and running and establish those routines. Again, perfect time. We're heading in towards summer now. Um, obviously not quite in summer, but we've got spring before that. But this is the time where, you know, we have those health kicks. We want to go out. We want to, you know, start that health wagon get on the health wagon as we've been comforting over winter and coming out of that winter period this is the time and this is why virgo season sits here it's such a beautiful time to start to yeah get those momentum get the momentum up and running for our routines and rituals and things like that um beautiful so the other thing that i want to touch on here as we are also moving towards the end of this month we're going to come up to the Pisces full moon. And I'm sure I'll speak more into this closer to, but again, as you would have known, we've had um, a full moon already at the start of this uh, month. And now we're going to have one at the end of this month. So we had the full moon in Aquarius earlier on, I think it was the 2nd of August. And now we're having a what we call a blue moon. You know, that saying once in a blue moon, we don't often have two full moons in one month. Okay, so on the 31st of August here in Australia, we will have a Pisces full moon. And this is about endings and completions. And what a beautiful time we are in. You know, we're doing this inner healing work. Whatever needs to let, like whatever's not serving us, whatever we need to let go, we're letting it go. And then with this Pisces full moon at the end of the month, and just as we're still in this retrograde period, this is going to be such a beautiful time of releasing, of letting these emotions go, of endings, completions. You know, what is stopping you from calling in your dreams, you know, what are the blocks? How can you release them under this moon and really allow them to be dissolved so that you can step into your dreams and your power and own whatever it is that you need to moving forward, whatever the blocks have been. Because again, as we come to this full circle moment, a full moon in Pisces means that the moon has done its full journey through the zodiac. Okay. Now, um, it doesn't necessarily align because it's we're kind of a bit all over the place with the moons at the moment because normally we'd have we're just about well actually as I'm recording this I'm recording this on Wednesday the 16th which is today is the Leo new moon um, and normally that Leo new moon should be at the start of Leo season however all the moons are a bit skew if for the next year and all of the new moons are falling at the end of the sun season sign right so At the moment, we're about to, I'm talking Virgo, but we're only just having this Leo new moon. So this is just that solidification of that Leo energy. And again, we're still going to be in this Leo energy for a little bit longer until Venus finishes her retrograde on the 4th of September. But again, I detract, I detract. (laughs) Um, Back to this Pisces full moon. So use this time to really, like you've this energy that we've been in for, it's been years really but this moon can be a beautiful closing off period you know closing off the energies of that shift of the lunar nodes i've spoken into that before um how we've had that shift from taurus 
um, North Node, Scorpio South Node, and we've just shifted into the Aries Libra axis. Aries is the North Node, Libra is the South Node, okay? I've spoken into this in one of the earlier episodes, and I'm sure I'll continue to speak into this as these are still being activated. But this um, shift and having this, so whatever's been coming up for these last two years, this moon is the time to really fully surrender it and release it. Whatever stories you're changing, you know, this is a time of great change. So be open to the change and let things go. It's okay because you know what? When you let it go, the new is just going, it's just waiting. It's waiting to flourish and come through. And what a beautiful time. We're heading into spring. We have the spring equinox on the 23rd of September. And that is when the energies are just going to pick up and take off. You're going to be in full bloom, you know. All of the things that you're wanting to call in, all of the, um, you know, beautiful offerings that spring can bring us you know in terms of like the physical reality like the flowers are coming out um everything is coming on full bloom and so what are you releasing to the world how are you going to show up you know like what's your blossoming flower or your expression going to be once you've come out of this hibernation period and you've done all the work and now you're emerging and i'm so fucking excited for myself to emerge out of this and just be like i'm fucking here i'm here guys <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm starting to i've already sort of had moments of this extroversion and this new me and rising from the ashes but this is like this is the time um especially yeah that back end of september once we hit that spring equinox like that is my time and i know that that's when everything is just gonna take off and i'm here for it and this is why i'm having this internalized period now and you should be too take the downtime because i tell you when things take off they're gonna fucking take off um so whether that is in your business your your work like whatever or however that relates to you that is going to be where this energy picks up and takes off so use that moon to really um release that anyway so went on a bit of a tangent didn't really think i'd speak that much into that moon but anyway um the other thing that i want to touch on as well in this virgo season um we have mars already in virgo right and mars moves quite quickly and moves through the signs a lot faster um than some of the other planets so Mars is basically going to be heading out of Virgo and into Libra on the 27th, I believe it was. Uh, yes, 27th. And so as we emerge and the sun and Mercury merges and moves into Mercury, well, Mercury is already currently there right now, but as it's coming, um, you know, the sun is illuminating all of these and bringing us into this energy, Mars is going to be shifting into um, Libra. And now this is going to be a point where Mars is all about balance and actions and our drive, our motivation. So when we're taking action, we really need to think about, okay, is this, um, you know, a balance? Like, am I putting in too much? Am I not putting in enough? Where's the balance? Um, that is what Mars in Libra is going to really ask of us in this Virgo period. And again, as I mentioned before, Virgos can sometimes be over um, outward with their energy and output and wanting to fix and do all that things. Mars in Libra is going to really ask you to, oh, pardon me. <laughs> it's going to really ask you to tune in and turn inward. Like, is this something that I is going to bring me balance? Is it going to bring others balance? And just really bringing that, the whole energy is, that we're experiencing into balance. Um, that's going to be a really beautiful thing. Mars doesn't really love being in Libra, okay? <laughs> it's in his um, detriment in Libra. He is normally a ruler of Aries and Aries is opposite to Libra. Uh, sorry, yeah, Aries is opposite to Libra. And when he's there, he's not really happy, okay? So um, actioning things. And again, we're in this retrograde period. So don't be surprised if things that you wanted to get started aren't taking off. It's a time of slowing down. And once 
Mars then moves out of that Libra and into Scorpio, again, that action might pick up a little bit more quickly. And um, again, Mars is pretty happy in Scorpio and he it's the traditional ruler. So yeah, that's going to be when that energy starts to pick up. And again, as I've mentioned, it's going to align as we're calling in spring and that spring equinox on the 23rd of September. Um, so that is where the energy is really asking us at the moment. So, you know, really slow down. Things aren't going to be moving quickly. I can tell you that. And if you're forcing things, um, that's where you're going to be going against the flow of this energy. So just slow down. Um, you know, don't expect things to pick up. Don't expect to be too busy. And if you are too busy, you're going to get flawed. You'll probably end up with burnout. And this energy is going to really make sure that you learn your lesson. Um, so be prepared if you are going too much or burning a candle at, you know, both ends you're probably going to end up with a cold or you might get sick or something will happen because you're not listening or you're not turning inwards or tuning in with what the energies are asking of you. Okay. So that's another really big thing out of this in summary, (laughs) um, really slow down. Okay. Turn inward. There's still this really big introspection period. And for a lot of us, that is really hard to do, but you will be rewarded. Okay. In spring, as the energies pick up, you will be rewarded. So have that in mind. Okay know that it's okay to slow down. And I want you to repeat that as a mantra with me. I am okay to slow down. Everything is happening in divine timing. I don't have to rush. I don't have to force. Everything is happening in divine timing. Okay. Remember that one. Um, That can be a little bit of a mantra for Virgo and Virgo season. (laughs) Um, Again, be open to you know, with Mercury retrograde, whenever he does his retrograde period, it can mean that, you know, the traffic is really slow. Be prepared for this always happens. And I notice it so much. You're going somewhere, you're already running late and then there's a car accident and then you're stuck in traffic and you're like, fucking great. Um, Love that for me. I'm now, I was going to be 10 minutes late and now I'm stuck in this traffic jam and now it's going to be an hour late, whatever it might be. Um, So be prepared for that. That's okay. That always happens in a Mercury retrograde period. And that's just, we just have to be okay with it. There will be delays. If you're traveling, there's normally delays during a Mercury retrograde period. Be open to that. Prepare. Just take your time. Add extra time. Don't rush yourselves. Don't push. Just be more organized. <laughs> that's that's where the organization piece comes in. Um, really being organized. And that's going to really help you navigate this Mercury retrograde period. It's nothing to be afraid of. It's actually a beautiful time of healing, of introspection and refinement. So remember that. Um, I think that's really all I'm going to have for you today. I feel like that is quite a lot of information, um, but you're going to be well armed for Virgo season and Mercury retrograde. So there's no need to freak out. It's all okay. It's all happening for you. And yeah, it's a, it's a really beautiful time. So I hope you have a wonderful week. I uh, love being here. I am so grateful that you have tuned in and listened to this. I would be so deeply grateful if you haven't already, please subscribe to this um, podcast so that each week as the episodes drop in, it'll come automatically into your um, podcast app, whether that's Google, Apple, Spotify, or any of the other weird ones that I don't really know about um, podcast apps that you use. Um, Make sure that, yeah, you subscribe. And if you're loving this, like I actually love it. I had a lady who had been listening to the podcast and she sent me an Insta message and it made me so happy because I was like, oh my gosh, she, I was like, she actually interacted and let me know like, hey, I'm loving your podcast. 
Um, so that was just fucking beautiful and I'm so grateful. So thank you. And yeah, if you feel called to reach out, reach out, send me an instant message, say like, Hey, I love this episode or Hey, I didn't like this or whatever it is. Like, you know, I'm open to everything and I want to hear from you guys because obviously it's a podcast, so I don't get to interact with you. Um, so again, all the links for everything are always in the show notes, you know, come and hang out with me on Instagram. That's normally where I spend most of my, um, time within social media um you know i'm always doing my new moon and full moon updates and any other relevant energy updates there um i will also put the links for the astrology um sun moon rising course again it's fucking epic you need that in your life it's 55 bucks you got lifetime access you can use it for anyone's chart fucking jump on that um and then what else do i normally have a link for oh if you want just a one-to-one reading to fully understand and embody all of your charts and gifts um i also offer and do that as well and that is just fucking phenomenal and like it's so transformative once you know how to work with your energy and what your gifts are and what your purpose is and where you're heading and how to get there it's fucking game changing um and i really love using that as more of an empowerment tool especially with my mentoring clients and yeah keep your eyes Healed because I will also be opening up the doors for my one-to-one mentoring. So if that is something that you have been waiting for and um, yeah, I'm going to be opening that up very, very soon. Again, I'm just going within at this point in time, doing this introspection work and yeah, really creating something beautiful to help you guys. So that is all for me today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My deepest gratitudes. I love you all. And I will speak to you next Monday. Mwah.